Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Jupiter, Florida with my new friend Amy Gilbride of thefloridatravelgirl.com. Amy visited Jupiter regularly as a child, and now she loves visiting the city for its beaches, nature, and laid-back culture. In this episode, Amy and I talk about scuba diving at the Jupiter Rec Trek, seeing a spring baseball game at Roger Dean Stadium, and seeing the turtles at Loggerhead Marine Life Center. You hear about these three amazing experiences, plus a bunch more. If you know someone that wants to visit Florida, I'd love it if you share this episode with them. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Jupiter. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, I quick spin in the washing machine and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Amy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Right on. So today we're talking about Jupiter, Florida. It's actually a city I don't know that much about. Uh, I know it's kind of near some of the more uh, popular touristy spots, but uh, I think it's more a little bit of a hidden gem for those of us that haven't really been there. Yeah, that's why I was really excited about sharing it. So Jupiter, Florida is just north of West Palm Beach, which is the area that people more typically travel to known for like it's shopping and dining and whatnot. But Jupiter is like kind of like the little sleepy town next to it that I just love for like a beach vacation. Oh, that's fantastic. So what's your connection to the city? So I've been going to Jupiter for decades now. Um, We actually found out about it when my grandfather moved down there and became a snowbird. That area of Florida definitely has all the snowbirds. We started going down every year, and my family just fell in love with the place. You know, we often go to Disney World, and this is just so much quieter and laid back compared to Orlando. So, uh, yeah, it was always a favorite family travel destination. And then I moved to Florida um, when I went to college, and ever since, I'm only an hour and a half away from Jupiter, and I just love traveling down there whenever I can. Oh, that's fantastic. So if you had to describe like the city or the people there in just a couple words, how would you do that? I would say it's just like tropical, laid back Florida town, really great for just, you know, relaxing on the beach. Hey, that sounds pretty good. Especially, uh, you know, it gets a little chilly here in the winter in in Nashville. And so not as cold as our friends up in the Northeast, (laughs) you know, but still much colder than I'm used to from California. So I'm always looking for like great little destinations to, to escape to during the, during the winter time. Oh yeah, that's this is definitely one of them. So speaking of the weather, like what's the weather like throughout the year? Uh, obviously it's Florida, so I, I guess it's like always awesome, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but what's the weather like? And then are there certain times of the year that if people are planning their trip, like that's definitely when they should come? Yeah. So Jupiter is considered South Florida, so it's pretty much always over seventy degrees. Uh, maybe every now and then they'll get a cold spell in January or February, but you can almost always expect it to be beach weather. Uh, I definitely prefer visiting November through May when it's not as humid and there aren't as much of a chance of storms because in the summer, that's when it's like over 90 every day and like at least like 70% humidity. So, um, you know, you can still enjoy the beach. The water is really warm and great too. 
go swimming in, but you know, it's definitely a hotter time of year to visit. And then those pop-up storms in the afternoon can make it hard to enjoy the beach that time of day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That humidity is, <laughs> I've got, I'm still trying to get used to it. We've been here in Nashville for four years and man, that just comes up like takes your breath away. It is no joke here. Like, all, <laughs> like pretty much all of Florida, but definitely South Florida. Right on. Now, are there like certain festivals or like seasonal events that maybe somebody wants to plan their trip around? Yeah. So um, a big reason people go to Jupiter is for spring training. Um, and so that's when all the major league baseball teams come in practice before the real season starts. And so that happens every year between the end of February to mid-March. And so Jupiter has the Roger Dean Stadium, which is where the Cardinals play. And almost every day over this like three to four week period, they're playing a game there and there'll be another visiting team. So I grew up in New Hampshire. I'm a Red Sox fan. So it's always a great place to see the Red Sox. There's also um, a couple other stadiums within driving distance of Jupiter. So you can see pretty much any East Coast or Central MLB team you'd like if you come during that time of year. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I think, like, isn't it Vero Beach is the other one? Because I guess that's more on the on the west yeah. side of Florida. So they got Vero Beach, you got Jupiter, and then obviously Arizona. Well, also, yeah, so it's actually uh, like Fort Myers. Fort Myers and Tampa on the okay. west coast. Yeah, that's where a lot of teams play as well. But they travel back and forth throughout the state, so you can see all of them. Are there any other festivals or like fun events that happen? Yeah, so then um, between like April through October is the like down season. There aren't as many snowbirds or spring breakers. So there's usually a lot of events around then for locals. And um, I really like Mosaic, which is this month-long event every May where they promote all the art and culture of the Palm beaches. So that includes Jupiter, West Palm and Boca Raton. And they have all these discounts at pretty much every attraction. There's art museums, there's gardens, there's science centers, nature centers, the Jupiter lighthouse. So there's all sorts of discounts and um, they usually have special events for these institutions. So that's a really fun time. And then um, there's restaurant month in September. And that's when um, there's all sorts of restaurant deals. And a lot of times there's food festivals then as well. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, if you're a real foodie, you know, it, it can get expensive, right? When you're traveling, you know, I mean, I, personally, I use like airline miles and hotel points when I travel. So like food is one of our major expenses. So if you can actually plan your trip around when they have like the restaurant month, then you're getting all these great meals for like a fraction of the cost. Exactly. Yeah. They, so they offer a prefix menus during that time where you can get an appetizer, entree and dessert for like $40 a person. So you can get a whole meal and save a lot of money. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's also great. Cause like my wife is more of like a, kind of like a grazer, right? She wants to like sample a bunch of things from a bunch of different places. And, you know, maybe you get one of like those meals and then you share it and then you can do that a couple different spots. And that way you both get to try a bunch of different things. Oh yeah. That's how I am too. I like <laughs> trying as much of the menu as possible. Right on. Okay. So let's take a step back for a second. If we're going to come to visit Jupiter, like where do we fly into? I live in Nashville. So if I'm going to fly down there, or even when I lived in California, flying over there, what's the, the nearest airport for us to go to? Yeah, so Palm Beach Airport is like 15 minutes from Jupiter. It's really convenient. They have a bunch of airlines flying in. JetBlue and Delta have the most options, but they have American, United, I think a few others. So there's a decent amount of flights in there every day. 
if you want more options, there's also Fort Lauderdale, which is about an hour south. And so that is pretty much every airline and it's an international airport. And um, you can take, they actually have a train that you can take up to Palm Beach. So speaking of the train, like whether we're flying into the, the Palm Beach airport or Fort Lauderdale, is it best to take like public transportation, like the train, or should we rent a car? So I would recommend renting a car. Like you could take the train to and from, especially if you're like meeting up with someone. But if it's just you taking vacation there or your family, I would definitely rent a car because there's not, it's definitely not like a walking city. All the beaches you'll need to drive to. You could Uber, but I think to have the ability to see as much as possible, you'll definitely want to rent a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uber is great and everything, like in Lyft, but... Like those costs add up pretty quick. And next thing you know, you spent way more money than if you just rented a car. Yeah. Yep. That's my thought. Most of Florida, it's just, it's so big and so much to see. You'll just want to have a car, have that freedom. Now, as far as like, okay, we flew in and hopefully we got into the Palm Beach airport. From there, we rented a car. Like what part of town should we plan on, on booking our hotel at? So um, my favorite place to stay is, just a courtyard Marriott, but it's in this Abacoa town center. That's just really cute. They have like all these little shops and restaurants. So you can walk there, but you'll still want a car to drive to the beach. But that's like a really convenient place to stay. And it's easily accessible to all different parts of town. And you're also within walking distance to the Roger Dean stadium. So that's a great place for spring training. And the whole Palm beach area has a lot of town centers. And another one I like is Harborside in Jupiter. And there's a Wyndham there. That's also a really nice hotel to say. That's a little fancier than the courtyard. And you have a view of the water right there. Uh, although not beachfront, it's like um, an inlet. But if you do want to stay at the beach, there's actually only one beachfront hotel there. And that is the Jupiter Beachfront. And that's a bit of a splurge. So I've actually never stayed there. But I've heard really great things if you want to go all out. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it sometimes it's good to be able to use your miles and points or stick with a brand that you're used to. And other times, you know, maybe it's a special occasion or something, then you might be able to splurge a little bit. It's nice, nice to be able to find one of those like boutique properties that has like a little bit of special amenities or great views that you can't get anyplace else. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So obviously we got our hotel now and everything. Like what are some of like the main attractions that when we visit Jupiter? I, I hear they have great scuba diving and snorkeling. Yeah. So that's the other thing I want to talk about. Um, it's one of the most amazing places in Florida. I think it's the best place in Florida. And if not the whole country to scuba dive and snorkel, like the water is perfectly clear most days and um, really nice temperature. A lot of times you don't even need a wetsuit. And so a lot of people come here for drift diving where you just, the boat drops you off. You have a whole group and you don't even have to swim. There's just a current that pushes you through and then the boat picks you up at the end. So you can just drift by all the fish. There's also this whole wreck trek where there's a lot of like shipwrecks that have now kind of been taken over by like coral reefs. And so there's just like so much biodiversity to see. And you really like see so many amazing things every time you scuba dive there. Like I see turtles, sharks, all sorts of fish, sometimes like a manatee. Like it's really amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Now, what are some of like the, the main reefs or like the, like the shipwreck that you mentioned there? What are some of like the cool places that you're, you're going to want to snorkel or, or scuba at? Yeah. So there's so many like different scuba companies. So usually you'll want to book a tour with a boat. I like Kailami. And so they'll take you on like a two tank dive 
And Commonplace Vigo is the Jupiter Rec Track. So that's just this big area where there are all these different wrecks that you can scuba by. Or um, the Loggerhead Reef, and that's where turtles like to hang out. But then if you want to go by yourself, um, my recommendation is the Blue Heron Bridge. So if you and a buddy just want a more like um, laid back scuba diving, you can just go to this bridge or place to rent equipment right there. And during high tide, you can scuba dive under it. And it's really a cool place to see like starfish, seahorses, and like a lot of different types of fish uh, right off. You just walk right in. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I think that's a good experience. Like, like you said, if you have a buddy with you, right. Cause then you're going to, then you're going to be able to like save a little bit of money. Cause obviously the tours cost, uh, you know, money and everything like that. But I think the most important thing is if you're going by yourself, you're probably better off going on one of the tours because yeah, scuba diving, mostly you're going to be safe and everything like that, but things happen. Right. And you, it's always good to have a buddy with you. Yeah, I'm scuba certified. I actually got scuba certified in Jupiter, and they say never dive alone. So, yeah, if you're just one person whose family doesn't dive, then definitely book a tour. And sometimes they even have, like, dive shops will just have, like, a day where you can meet people and go um, on some of the off-the-shore reefs. But, yeah, either way, um, if you want to save money, the Blue Heron Bridge is the way to go. Perfect. Okay. Obviously not everybody swims and like my wife, she doesn't know how to swim, uh, for example. So what are some of the other attractions and and activities we can do when we're visiting Jupiter? Yeah. So um, in addition to the beaches and golfing, which are big highlights, there is also a lot of like art, culture, history, like I mentioned earlier. I think everybody needs to tour the Jupiter Lighthouse. It's this really cool historic lighthouse that you can see from like most of Jupiter the grounds around it are beautiful, and they have all these historical exhibits. And then you climb all the way up to the top, which is a bit of like, forget how many stairs it is, but like probably close to 200. And then you get this amazing view of the whole like Jupiter Inlet. So that's a fun one for like history and views. There's also a ton of like nature centers on the John MacArthur State Park. That's a great place to do pretty much anything from hiking paddling you can go paddle boarding or kayaking or just relax on the beach so and then there is even like a turtle center where you can maybe see some turtles if they've rescued any or just learn about the turtles that you know lay eggs on the beach every year in jupiter so yeah a lot of nature and then west palm is nearby if you want more like museums they have a few art museums and kids discovery museum Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I got. I travel a lot of times with my kids, so I'm trying. I always try to find a little bit like edutainment type of things where it's a little bit of education, a little bit of entertainment, and it's almost like sneaking vegetables into their meals, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. gonna have a good time, but they're gonna learn something uh, in there as well. One of the things that that uh, I actually always I kind of post ahead of time before doing an interview, I posted in our, our Facebook group. One of our our guests for Cairns, Australia, uh, he said, "Look." I love talking about the attractions, but what I really want to know about is, is the food, right? And I'm sure that you have some like really fantastic seafood and everything like that. What are some of your favorite restaurants and meals that we shouldn't miss while we're visiting? Oh, definitely. So uh, one place I always go is Guanabana's, and it's right on the water. You can literally sit uh, with your feet in the sand, and they often have like live music and just like a really fun, tropical vacation vibe. It's a restaurant to go to. So that's always a highlight. Then for foodies, there's a quick a little more food shack, which is very unassuming, just like in a strip mall. 
but they come up with some of like the most creative menus. They always have like crazy like mac and cheeses or like um, rice bowls and all sorts of appetizers. So that's a fun one to go to. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's sometimes those little unassuming places that are just in the strip mall. They come up with some of like the best food versus like the standalone big old restaurants. Yeah, Florida has a lot of those. So I don't underestimate strip malls here for sure. And, you know, if you're not from Florida, you definitely have to get Cuban food while you're here. I always recommend getting Cuban food. And Copacabana's is right in the uh, Abacoa Town Center I mentioned earlier. So that's an awesome place. Just go get some rice, beans, roasted pork, fun appetizers. That's a good one. And then I have to mention Jupiter Donuts. If you have a sweet tooth, you cannot miss this donut shop. It's literally one of my favorites. Perfect. Yeah. It's generally one of those things. Whenever we head out for the day, the kids are like, I'm like, Hey, do you want like a real breakfast or do you want donuts? <laughs> Almost a hundred percent of the time they're like, we want donuts. Like, so that's awesome. On vacation, you guys treat yourself to some donuts. So <laughs> don't miss that. There is subculture coffee too. So you can get your coffee and your donuts. Be ready for the day. Perfect. Yeah. My wife, Anna, she loves coffee. So whenever we can find like a, a cool local spot, we always try to hit that up whenever we're traveling. Oh yeah. That's my favorite one. Now, are there any like special dishes or anything that's like really kind of unique to the Jupiter area? Mainly like fish. So a lot of restaurants have fresh caught fish, grouper, mahi, all sorts of fish tacos, sandwiches, fritters. So I would definitely, if you like seafood, that's definitely the place to eat as much seafood as you can while you're here. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, do you have any recommendations for that? Yeah, so Guanabanas, they have really good fish tacos and also fish fritters. And then the Cuban place as well, they often have like a paella that's really good. Oh, fantastic. Now, um, what if we wanted something to kind of satisfy that sweet tooth like in the afternoon, maybe some ice cream or candy or something like that? The kids are always, I'm always kind of like bribing the kids like, hey, if you behave, then uh, we'll go get a treat later on. So are there any places uh, that we could go for that? Yeah, so there's like a lot of, um, there's so many great ice cream places in the whole Palm Beach area. Can't think of any in Jupiter off the top of my head that I love, but one that, if you don't mind just driving 15 minutes in Rosemary Square and uh, Palm Beach, they have like the best gelato I've ever had. It's just called Ice Cream Soiree, and it's this adorable little bus that has really good ice cream and gelato. Oh, fantastic. Now, Maybe like, you know, occasionally we can get grandma to watch the kids, you know, that way my wife and I can kind of escape on it for a, like a nice weekend by ourselves. If I want to take her up for a really good spot for dinner, just like maybe a little more romantic, a little bit higher end, where would we go for that? Yeah. So, um, Jupiter, again, it's like a really laid back place. So, you know, one of the ones in the water, like Jetty's, Guanabana, Square Grouper, that's honestly like a really nice date night, especially, you know, in the evening when I have music. But then if you want to go for like a fancy meal, you'll definitely have to go to West Palm. And they have a lot of really good places to eat in downtown West Palm. Like I love this one called Avocado Grill, which doesn't seem that fancy, but it actually is really great seafood and stuff. Well, right on. Well, I mean, it's all about the good food and being with the person you love anyways, right? So Definitely. <laughs> right on. Amy, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Jupiter. I learned a lot and... I'm going to have to come out there for spring training, catch a little bit of baseball, enjoy the weather, dip my toes in the water. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Jupiter, where would they go and what should they eat? 
so yeah, I've said it a few times, but definitely Guanabangas. Like that's my favorite. Love it there. All right, and what should we order when we're there? I would get the fish tacos, fish fritters, and nice margarita. That sounds like a perfect combination. Yeah. <laughs> now, like you said, you've been going there basically since you were a, a young child. Probably created the, some great memories, especially with grandpa and everything like that. Uh, what's one of your most memorable stories? Uh, so I actually didn't mention, but me and my husband also got married there. So we um, got married five years ago down in John's Landing, so right in like a harbor. And we spent like two years planning, always driving down figuring out vendors, figuring out everything for the whole weekend. And during the wedding weekend, we stayed at that Courtyard Marriott in Avicoa. And we had a kind of a meet and greet the day before the wedding, since a lot of family was flying from out of state. And we had everybody meet at my favorite brewery there, Civil Society, which is walking distance right from the Courtyard Marriott. And it was such a great time. Funny part of it was that this was like five years ago and a lot of my family hadn't had much craft beer before and civil society has this very juicy beer that is just you don't expect it to be as high percentage <laughs> as it is so everybody was in very lively spirits and it ended up being a very fun meeting greet nice nice yeah that's one of those things hey you know sometimes you need a little liquid courage to to get everybody friendly <laughs> and happy so that, that worked out perfect Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of good times and uh, drinking a little, maybe maybe too much, but uh, where's the happiest happy hour when we come to Jupiter? Yeah, so uh, definitely Civil Society Brewing. And this is my favorite brewery in all of Florida. They are continually ranked one of the best. And they have two locations, but the one that started right in Jupiter in the Abacoa Town Center. And if you like craft beer, you've got to give it a try. They have these really juicy IPAs that all come in all sorts of different flavors. Some are fruity, some are hoppy, but just some of the best beer you'll have here. Oh, fantastic. I, I drink a lot of IPAs myself, so uh, definitely going to have to check that out when I come visit. Definitely. All right. I want, like, speaking of beer, like uh, one of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. Uh, what's the best place for pepperoni pizza when I come visit Jupiter? Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of good options. And West Palm has some too. But in Jupiter, Carmine's Coal Fire Pizza. That's like where we go if we just, you know, are need an easy meal. We just want to get a slice. Really good pizza then. Obviously, we're going to talk about your website here in a couple minutes. But you travel all over Florida and talk about all these great places and destinations for everybody. Uh, so I'm sure as you've traveled through all these places, you've come up with some really amazing tips. Which one of your favorite tips? Yeah, so uh, I yep, like I said, I've lived in Florida for almost 12 years now, and there's just so much to see here. So my base tip, like a lot of people come to Florida for Disney World or Miami, but I say like definitely check out some of the non-touristy things to do because there's just so many little gems all throughout Florida, and if you only hit like the big highlights, you'll miss a lot of the things to see in Florida. No, I totally agree, and that's one of the reasons why I do the the, the podcast here is because. Sometimes people are only go to the big cities or they only hit up like the tourist attractions that everybody knows about. And I think they're just kind of like skimming the surface of, of some of the, the great places that around the world and around the U.S. And I think if they kind of explore just a little bit further and go a little bit out of their comfort zone, they're going to find some really amazing attractions and eateries and really cool people. Exactly. Yeah, that's my philosophy, too. Amy, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yes. 
I run the blog, theflorastravelgirl.com, and basically I have created all sorts of travel guides, um, restaurant guides, and um, just tips and tricks that I share with everyone for traveling around Florida. Uh, I started it just to be like general travel, but I found that the Florida and the places that people don't know about weren't getting nearly enough attention. So sometimes I'll post about my out-of-state travels, but for the most part, I just like to break down uh, Florida, like city by city, all the different beaches, all the nature things to see and share that with people so they can find out more about the state. Oh, that's fantastic. So if somebody has questions about, about your website, and I'm sure you covered like pretty much every city in Florida now, they have questions about your website or about Jupiter and specifically, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? Yeah. So um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, the Florida travel girl, I post on there almost every day. Um, if you just send me a message or respond to a story, I will respond there. So that's a great way to see what I'm doing day to day because sometimes it takes me a bit to get those blog posts out. So, And you can also email me at thefloridatravelgirl at gmail.com. Okay, perfect. Well, well, we'll definitely include links to all that in the show notes. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was great being on your show. What an amazing conversation with Amy. I'd love to go snorkeling there to see the beautiful fish and amazing shipwrecks. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Jupiter. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner in today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles that fit your needs so that way you can stay wrinkle-free while traveling. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEAD to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we head to Lake Charles, Louisiana, to speak with my new friend Shalisa Rowland of visitlakecharles.org. In this episode, Shalisa and I talk about driving the Creole Nature Trail, eating smoked boudin, and watching the horses race at Delta Downs. We hope you'll join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 